Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which we produce this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Catchy smile, you got that catchy smile. Stop a while, come back with that catchy smile. Come back, baby, we'll fly away. Come back, we'll just fly away. Together, baby, but don't tell your nonna. Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of What a Great Punk. Hello, uh, we are your hosts, Chewy and the Cricket. And um, we're at the Candy Cafe, which is a cafe in, in uh, God knows where, somewhere by the beach. Come in, take a seat. Um, we're just going to hang out and chat. Hope that's uh, okay with you. There's a TripAdvisor sticker on the door, so you know it's good. That is, you know, that's, that's a telltale, telltale sign. Telltale <laughs> sign. You know people have been here before because there's a sticker that says so. Yeah. Um, there's a beautiful outdoor setting with a little pooch. Oh, there is a little pooch. A friendly Jack little Russell. pooch. Yeah. Little Jack Russell with a little blue bandana. Is that a bandana around his neck? It's a big blue collar. He's a crip. <laughs> He's a crip. He's a crip. There's a lovely little tree with orange <laughs> mandarins on it nearby. Orange and mandarins. Cat. Looks like a Bengal cat. Um, I think my cat's half Bengal, by the way. What is Bengal? Uh, it's like a cool, like, ones that look like a tiger. See how that cat looks like a leopard? Yes. <laughs> it looks like a tiger. See how it looks like a leopard? Yeah. So it's they have those tigery, leopardy kind of stru- spots. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's one thing that would feel cool to say about your cat. Oh, if I've been we're, saying if we're talking lot. about things that feel cool to say about your cat. One of them is uh, half Bengal. Half Bengal. Yeah, because I kept going half because it's his. He's half white and half like tabby, I thought. Right. It's a tabby cat. Nothing right. wrong with a tabby cat, but ever since I found out he was a half Bengal. One weird thing about cats is they they get referred to um, by the by their colour, like, oh it's a tabby cat. That's that's in reference to its colour, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, this style like its style. The way it, yeah, I guess the colour of the pattern in that case. But then is it the same breed as the, yeah, like it's a just short the, the hair. The white cat or the black cat? It's a, yeah. I think so, because do you know what? A cat can give birth to kittens from different parents. A cat can give birth to kittens? Oh, really? What, the same yeah. time? Yeah, so in the one litter, you can have like a ginger couple cat. A couple of and sperm the- loads. <laughs> yeah, from different sperm donors. <laughs> wow. Um, so you can have a... Uh, ginger and then a black cat can come out straight after. In fact, that has happened to my cousin's boyfriend. Cats. So <laughs> it's this, the thing with cats is this is like if you said to someone at the cafe, "Oh, hello, I love your dog. What kind of dog is it?" And they said, "He's a brown. He's a brown dog, actually." <laughs> yeah, for sure. Brown dog. Yep. Mm. Yeah, you don't really get that with cats unless it's a Bengal. No, that's the style as well, isn't it? I don't. Oh, well, I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm just a bit confused about the breeds. There's some obvious breeds. There's some obvious breeds like Siamese, mm. um, Ragdoll, very obvious. But then the the gen the domestic house cat. 
they're, they're referred to by their like colors, like tabby and white cat and white. black cat. Yeah. What's the cat you got? White. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> domestic house cats. Is that what they're called? No, that's yeah, a sure. There's no need to say domestic and house side by side. Yeah. Just I one will do things. Oh, no, they're domestic short hair. Okay. There well, we the short hair ones anyway. Okay. I don't even know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a little Bengal cat discount 10% off. Um, menu, the menu's on the wall. By so the way, we're you- referring to, we're <laughs> listening to a YouTube um, little royalty-free uh like sort of playlist thing and it's called outdoor seaside cafe ambience and bossa nova music ocean wave sounds outdoor coffee shop sounds asmr mm. asmr yeah. is a bit of a stretch it is a stretch yeah asmr is like asmr refers to the response your body has to certain sounds but it's become a it's become interchangeable with like well for instance this kind of thing it's like mm. asmr is People call ASMR anything that sort of like relaxes you sonically or whatever. But ASMR is an actual response where you get goosebumps and hair standing up on the back of your neck. Really? Do you know that? Yeah, that's what ASMR refers to. It's what does the, it stand it's the, for? It's the bodily response. Um, don't know. Don't know. Mm. The, the R, it stands for response. The A stands for audio. Yes, it may do. Yeah. Audio. And the S stands for sensory, sensual. I think it's sensory, sensory. And the M stands for motor, motor response or something like that. There you go. Oh yeah. Audio, sensory, motor response. Thank you very much. Yeah. (laughs) Don't at me if that's wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Sounds right. So, um, thanks for listening. Oh god, something in my throat. Um, mm. Thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. I think what are we up to? Episode one hundred and fifteen or something? Yeah, something like that. Still Fourteen, going. and I'm still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> still kicking, eh? Yeah, still kicking, still loving it. I was looking forward to today. It's good. It's good. It's I'm looking good, forward to it. It's a good week. project. Yeah, beautiful. We're still nice loving to catch it. up with yourself. Can't imagine we'll stop. Oh, in, not not anytime, anytime soon. soon. <laughs> <laughs> Not anytime uh, soon, unless soon, unless I want to get evicted from my house. <laughs> yeah, if you want to support the pod, yeah. Um, by the way, head to our Patreon. Um, you get mm. bonus episodes every week there. Um, in fact, we've been doing a lot of these style of episodes yeah. where it's just Jamie and Todd, Chewy and the Cricket, uh, chatting over music like this. So um, they've been really good recently, I must say. They've been good the whole time, but. I've particularly good recently. Um, and look, I don't want to say the word masterclass. Oh, yeah. Last However, week's episode. Last week's episode, we pretty much did unleash a masterclass in writing a movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, if that intrigues you, check it out. Yeah. Um, so, this week, we, um, we did... A podcast on Friday. Um, oh yeah, with a with a with a really special guest from America, but um, we don't have his audio yet. So this is a bit of an impromptu episode um, that we're making, I guess, as a backup in case the his audio doesn't come through in time, and we'll release yeah. it next week. Yeah, it yeah. was a great episode, great chat. 
Yeah. Are we are we keeping the name a secret? Um, no, maybe not. Are we? I yeah. don't know. We haven't thought this through. No. It's always, it's always fun telling though, isn't it? Yeah, it is fun. Do you want to tell? Yeah, it was Adrian, <coughs> Adrian Grenier, <laughs> who's an actor from the States, lives in Austin, Texas. You might know him from Entourage or... <coughs> Fuck's sake. Or The Devil Wears Prada. Or, Never seen it. Or a host of other... Um, <laughs> Or a host of other films and stuff. Oh, he's also, yeah. He's That's also, a, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, he's also like an environmentalist and uh, has done two decades worth of um, environmental work. My voice is just off the Are you top. okay? <clears throat> I, need to, I need to sort this out. Yeah. Um, I'll take over. Mm. Very nice gentleman um and he had a we had a great chat with just like chatting with i felt like i knew him yeah he was really friendly yeah. i was a bit nervous to be perfectly honest yeah yeah i mean um, i'm always nervous when it's like a first date pod yeah exactly but it was nice but you yeah. you guys knew each other so that helped yes and it was it was it was a particularly like relaxing and mm. easy easy chat mm. so really looking forward to putting that one out yeah um but in the meantime uh, you're stuck with Chewy and the Cricket. <laughs> One thing I have noticed over the this, the um, hundred odd episodes we've done of this pod is that the more famous and assumed, um, assumedly uh, wealthy you are, mm. the poorer your internet connection gets. That is a formula, an equation that works <laughs> 10 times out of 10 times. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is. It's so bizarre. They, they mm. get, like the bigger the bigger the guest, the worse the internet connection. Yeah. No two ways about it. That Roger O'Donnell. Terrible internet connection. Yeah. Um, Wiki. Terrible. Oh, was this bad? Um, can't remember. Nah. To be honest, I, I, I don't <laughs> remember it being easy. No. He, yeah, it wasn't an easy. Don't remember it being an easy record. It, Shame. Terrible. terrible yeah it's hard because it's it just makes it hard to chat because you're not it doesn't flow that's why we're saying this yeah yeah it does it makes it, it's a it's a whole other skill like even with adrian it was like a five second delay between mm. what we would say and what he would say and we managed to surf it okay mm. and yeah. it will edit up fine but um yeah it, was, yeah. it, it was, sound great but it was diffi- a- it was difficult to like uh you sort of had to judge when to speak really well yeah, and you and you don't know, because usually if you say something funny, you'll know straight away. Yeah, yeah, but this you had to wait the five seconds. You had seconds. to wait, yeah. <laughs> it was like you had to go to purgatory. Every time you make a joke, go to purgatory. <laughs> yeah. Wait and decide whether you're going to heaven or hell. Fully, and you have to decide, all right, do I do part B or do I wait to see how part A goes and drop part B altogether? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, not many part Bs made it, made it in, no. really, did they? You was like, no. you just put your best... Best foot forward with part A. Yeah. Go to purgatory. Wait for uh, the decision, heaven or hell. Repeat. Good, I'm in heaven <laughs> or leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, did you know that you can make a hell out of heaven and you can make a heaven out of your hell? I like that. It's a spiritual concept. I like it. Tell yeah. me more. Well... Uh, it's uh you know you can you can have you can you can have inverted commas heaven all the riches and and um mm. 
all the things you ever desired, but you can you can still you can still turn that through through the lens that you're looking at it through into hell, mm. and vice mm. versa. Yeah. So, for example, some may call this slice of earth where this cafe is set as heaven on earth. Yeah. It's beautiful, but yep. you could. Um, hate your job working at the cafe. Yeah. So it's hell. Yeah. It's not quite what you're saying, but similar point. I was I was watching. Um, Kate's been watching the Staircase. Yeah. Um, on Netflix, which I'd seen already, and she's been she's been watching it for the first time, and I've kind of been like getting sucked into the end of it again. Mm. And um, yeah, he 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 says the guy who's being accused of murder says that about going to prison. He's very, very stoic about the fact he's going to prison. He's like, I will still be the same person. Nothing will change with me. I'll just be in a different environment. Mm. So he'll still be in hell because he's basically in hell before he went in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's an incredible... Should we do some spoilers on that and just talk about it quickly? Um. Sure. Sure. I think so. I, I saw it a long time ago. But just that moment when you realise, oh, he's killed another wife this way? Mm. Oh, he's w- had another wife die in it the same manner? It wasn't his it was his next door neighbour, I think, yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, my read on it, Todd, this time was very different. Oh, yeah? I I, I was on I was in the innocent camp this time, which is mm. interesting, because the first time I was like, this guy's so guilty. Guilty as sin, yeah. Um, and I didn't feel like that this time. So, it's, it's interesting, I don't know. Like, All right. It's, you know, the, the story is, is that his wife uh, has has perished falling down the stairs <laughs> and and they've believed, everyone's believed that it was him that did it. Why wouldn't you? There was fucking blood everywhere. And the blood splatter patterns were sus. Right up the fucking walls and everything. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then it's uncovered that earlier on in his life, 20 years earlier or whatever, his next door neighbor who he was very close with perished in the same manner. Mm. Down the stairs. Down some stairs and in Germany was it? Is yeah, in Germany. Yeah, and you think, okay, that that's too coincidental. But the thing is, man, coincidences happen. Yeah, it's so true. They happen to all of us. We go, oh my god, I can't believe I was on the other side of the world and I ran into you, the person mm. I grew up with. Yeah. The chances of that happening are so slim. Yeah. Sure. So like they do happen, and perhaps yeah. he's. He's just uh, had this freak fucking coincidence. Mm. I guess it's when you have coincidences and you add that with other things. So it's like, yeah, sure, that could be a coincidence. But you're also, maybe if he's being suspicious in other ways, you go, you start to look at that coincidence differently. Yeah. But all the stuff about the blood spatter Mm. um, was disproven. Mm. If, you, if you remember so like that's basically what he got convicted on yeah. and then they found out that the guy who had given the testimony was an absolute fucking liar and fraud and had done it to heaps of people oh, um, and was not an expert at all it's and terrible that's, that's why he ended up getting released mm. spoiler what happens in the end he gets released <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah maybe maybe <laughs> um, um, but yeah the other thing is like he was able to display a lot of emotion. So he's either a genius fucking like psychopath mm. who's able to like regulate his emotions and make himself cry and stuff. 
or or he's just genuinely like actually emotional so i don't know it's a fucking tough one mm. yeah i did see it a long time ago i remember him being quite stressed or sweaty kind of the whole time oh he's a weird yeah he's yeah he he, he would have been yeah. <laughs> yeah sweaty stressy kind of guy yeah fair enough though i mm. guess but anyway spiritual concepts with chewing the cricket <laughs> you can make a heaven out of your hell or a hell out of your heaven what's it you gonna choose. be the choice is up to you <laughs> mm. um okay so oh. um was there anything else oh i just wanted to say that um it was really cool on the mossy uh socials the other day to announce that the first mossy single is out august 19 i'm gonna do a little plug yeah fuck yeah um first mossy single uh, in years, five years, five years. Oh my gosh! Um, drops on August nineteen. It's a body of work that I've worked exceptionally hard on, and I'm very proud of. And so I'm excited for anyone here who's interested to hear it. And um, you can pre if you head to my Instagram. There's a pre-save link in the bio. You can pre-save it on Spotify there, which would probably help me out a lot. So I'm doing it right now. Nice. Um, click a couple of clicks here. Do it later. Okay. I, 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 I trust you'll do it. Um, so, yeah, just wanted to give that a little little shout out. That's um, mad. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited for this. It's been a long time coming. I've seen you work on it over the years and yeah. I've heard it and it's brilliant. Thank you, so, Tom. It's exciting times. How many times have you listened to the album, you reckon? 20. That's mad. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of times. Yeah. 15 to 20. Sick. Love that. So we'll go with 15, eh? <laughs> 15. I was going to, I reckon it's 15, but I said 20 to make it sound better. But yeah. it literally, 15 is still pretty good. Yeah. What's that website you've just brought up over the picture of the cafe? I can't see the cafe anymore. There oh, we go. Gone. That was Spotify. Okay, great. Interesting. Yeah. Get that off my screen. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so today we thought that we would um, do a bit of an, an inaugural um, shout out to the listeners and see if there's any questions or topics that you wanted us to discuss. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're going to do. And I'm going to seg into this by saying that one of the questions was from Magnus saying, um, are you running out of things to talk about on the pod? Mm. Which I think is in relation to the fact that we're asking for uh, people to contribute questions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, in the words of uh, Greta Thunberg, I'd like to say, How dare you? <laughs> I would also like to echo that sentiment. Um, and I would like to say, put, like, be perfectly clear that no, we haven't run out of things to talk about. Mm. Um, we're 20 minutes in and we haven't even had a question yet. Yeah, exactly. So, and I'm Put thinking that in your like, pipe and smoke it. I'm thinking we better get to the questions because we're going to run out of time on the pod. But I could just keep going. You have no idea. Like, don't don't test me, Magnus. Seriously, if you I'll want talk. us to get to the questions, uh, play nice, play nice, because we yeah. could just talk for hours on end, running out of things to talk about. And just also for the record, did a whole pod yesterday or whatever it was. Can't even mm. use it. So this is an extra one. <laughs> yeah. Three pods this weekend. So, who, um, who, who's got nothing to say now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But uh-huh. yeah, seriously, we were like, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> yeah. We often are sometimes like, oh, like we sometimes we get on these calls and we're like, fuck, man, I don't know. I got, mm. I got nothing to say. But we've learned to just hit record and trust in the process because never, never have we ever in a hundred and however many episodes actually been truly stumped. Never. There's always something to talk about. Yeah, except for that one time when you just shrugged your shoulders at me and I spat my drink everywhere. <laughs> that's right. That was good. Okay, that's the one time. That was one time. One time. Um, one time. Give us a break. Speaking of talking about shit, have you seen my background? Look, I know it's a pod, people can't see it, but that there's a photo behind me of t- yeah. three buildings. That's three buildings. There's, oh, is it? That oh. building in the middle is the skinniest building in the world oh, or something. Is that in Amsterdam? It's in um, it's in Spain in Valencia. Fuck, that is the skinniest building in the world. And I've I've been to Valencia one time for a couple of days, and I saw this building, and someone pointed at it and went, "That's the skinniest building in the world, or wow. skinniest apartment, or something like that in Spain or in the world or whatever. Oh. Skinniest something in." Uh, Let's go within the world, mate. Yeah, and um, I was looking for photos for my background the other week, and I going maybe i'll see what like the spain scenery looks like and then i remember this and that's the building isn't that crazy imagine living in that apartment that is wild so it's literally the size of a door if yeah. anyone's and it goes up like five levels fuck the fuck yeah that's too skinny that's too skinny yeah it's way too skinny it's like you're kind of doing a shuffle to get past someone in there yeah no thank or you get past any furniture you think yeah Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just cut that bit out if you... <laughs> no, no. No, no. Um, okay, so why don't we hook into the Instagram questions? Yeah, um, well, we've got... Yeah, okay, cool. Let's go. Okay, so first one I've got here was um, from Dwight. Best vape flavors. Look, Dwight, to be honest, um, I like the... Uh, I like the desserty ones. You like a custard... I like a strawberry custard. custard or oh, that's what I've got in right now. Cram, cram caramel. Yeah, I like those ones. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm really like you know, vaping is uh, cooking my brain a bit at the moment because I, I know I shouldn't be doing it and I don't really want to. I'm kind of quite addicted, but I'm good. So mm. I'm, the plan is to put it down soon again. Okay. And leave it down. And the mistake mm. that I made on this last escapade was I'll just vape at band practices I'll I'll have Mm. little tokes to the other boys which is a lesson I've learned 35,000 times in quitting smoking yeah it's like no no if you quit smoking it means no party drags Mm. because party drag leads to all of a sudden you might be hanging out two days in a row more party drags and then you're you know doing something else it's like oh maybe I'll just have one yeah yeah, yeah. it doesn't fucking work and then it's like oh should we buy a pack? Because there's a few of you. Yeah. Next minute, yeah. You know? That's so how it works. Next time I put the vape away, it's the last drag I ever have of a vape. That's, All right. That's my promise to myself. I believe you. Yeah. Um, and so, I believe in you. But the desserty flavors are the, are the best. What's your yeah. What's your favorite kind of flavors, Tom? Um, I like the fruity flavors. I like a peach... Um, or a, <laughs> like a peach, a grape, or that kind of thing. Maybe not a grape. It's a little too obnoxious. The grape is a bit just too bubblegummy. That's what I don't like yeah. about grape. That's what I do like, like about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But yeah, a peach or ice ice peach or something, you know? 
Yeah. Nice, clean beer. Yeah. The icy one's barn, master. It barns. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Next question. Thanks for the question. Okay, so um, PR1 fan says private function. That was about it. Question cool, mark so or just no, says No, no question mark. So they just said oh. private function. So thank you for the statement, P- PF1 fan. Thank you. Um, uh, what do you think of new Raccoon City album? Asks uh, Emo Dad 69 I'm just going to shout out Private Function too quickly. We were meant to play a show with them recently and got cancelled. So Yeah, yeah, good Hello. one, Todd, actually. Hello. Yeah, Private Function. Yeah, sorry. Great, band. If, great if, band. Look, if you meant to put a question mark in there, awesome band. Yeah. Done. Awesome band. And um, we were def- have heard that show got cancelled in Albury, Wodonga. Yeah. Emo Dad 69 what do you think of the new Raccoon City album? I don't know Raccoon City. Do you, Todd? No. But we'll check him out. Yeah. Maybe. What's, yeah. I could look at the, I could give my opinion on the artwork. Look oh, yeah. quickly. Have a look. Yeah, I'll get it up. Coon City. Uh, album. Raccoon City Music. Okay. Okay. It looks not how I thought it was going to look. Mm-hmm. It looks kind of like ulti or... Yeah, it's a bit more ulti. Yeah. Like... Um... Chuck a bit of it on. Okay. Just press play on that. Oh, all right. Later. Oh, it's so loud. <laughs> Is that loud for you? <laughs> yeah, it's loud, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. I think it's great. See. The okay. album's called For Nobody Nowhere, and I will listen to it after this. Okay. Mad. Um, Ryder asks, how did you meet Pelvis? Which is a story that we've, we've told a mm. lot of times on the pod, I reckon now. Like, maybe mm. three times. Mm. But the, the, the quick rundown is that I was working in a burger shop in Sydney. In, in uh, was Flushing, Queens. In Flushing, Queens. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I was working at a burger shop. <laughs> Roseberry. Tell, okay, tell the whole story in the nanny song. Okay. I was working at a burger shop in Roseberry and this bus driver came in and asked for a burger and I said, Oh, yes, would you like a fucking coffee? He said, flat white with three sugars. So I made it at the coffee place and gave it to him. He said, I'm a muso too. And then he gave me a CD. Wow. The CD, the CD was Elvis is Alive in Australia. So I took it for a ride and I listened to it back home and laughed my ass off. And I really loved the song off. So I spoke to him next time and I asked him if he wanted to support these New South Wales. <laughs> he said, yes, the rest is history. Wow. <laughs> Well done. That was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, There's your answer. Sick. And um, we didn't tell people before about the movie. It's a pelvis movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The movie movie that we did on the Patreon last week. We did the masterclass in in movie writing. Yeah. And we wrote a movie about pelvis. And got to say, on the Patreon this week, which we're recording after this... Oh. We're catching up with Pelvis on the phone. Oh, we are too. We're calling Pelvis. And we're going to chat to him about some of his uh, escapades. Um, 
and kind of, I don't know, farm some ideas for the movie. The movie so yeah. if you're interested in that, sign up to the Patreon, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so so great. And yeah, Pelvis, it was his birthday last week and I didn't call him, so we'll have to wish him happy birthday for last oh, week. Yeah. Um, Every, yeah, send him a message. At, at, at the bearded Pelvis. Send him yeah. a message. Um, okay, so NB95 asks... Hmm. Top five new in apostrophes uh, rappers. I'm mm. just gonna say I'm gonna say Blade. Mm. Yeah, obviously not new, but it's, it's new. Mm. And well, you compared to some. Yeah, and um, Blade released mm. a film clip last week, which I've got to send to you, Todd. It's it's. Mm. I think it's the best film clip I've ever seen. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I'd say Blade. I don't know about <coughs> naming five. Um, who else is there? I've been tapping into Midwest a bit. Midwest from the states, kind of cool. Um, that's. I think the the E is replaced by an X. Midwest. Nice. Um, and uh, who else is there? I don't know. That's probably about it. Oh, I'll give a shout out to Teether from Melbourne. Mm. Um, if you like, kind of like, uh, it's sort of in the world of Earl Sweatshirt and Wiki, mm-hmm. in a way. It's like quite slow and like uh, kind of zannied out sounding and really poetic and really musical. It's fucking sick, Teether. Um, Yes, I would recommend checking that out. Um, anyway, I think that's probably me. Nice. Todd, you got any rappers you're liking? New rappers? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> I ha- haven't been listening to a lot of rap music recently. Does Fred, does Fred Durst count? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not new, but it's new metal. <laughs> um, Say Fred Durst. Nah, I will t- I'll tell you what rap I listened to recently. What? This week, actually. I put the yeah. album on. Classic. I put on um, Black Friday, Cypress Hill. Black oh, Sunday. The Black Sunday or Black Friday? <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. God, cut that out. If I get that wrong, seriously, cut that out. Nah. Anyway, um, I put okay. that Cypress Hill album on. I like that one. Okay, there you go. Um, all right. So, uh, do you like drums are lame? Underscore DSW, who I believe is Darcy, asks, "Do you like Thai food? I love it." Yeah, of course. Love I love a Penang, food. a Penang curry. Oh yeah. Do you know that about me? Um, I didn't know you specifically liked that curry. No. You you wouldn't like that because it's maybe too coconutty. Mm. <laughs> coconutty. Do you like yeah. coconut? Uh, I do like coconut. In s- depends. But this Depends. is like coconut cream. It's like a cream, kind of yeah. a creamy uh, curry, which I, I'm guessing you wouldn't particularly. I care actually for. don't mind that in a curry. Yeah, okay. I like I like coconut milk or cream in a curry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's got like capsicum, and uh, yeah, it's just it's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous um, meal, mm. um, Thai meal. What about um, <laughs> what what's your favourite Thai food? Um, I like a tom yum. Flavor soup. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's a singer cool. from Radiohead, isn't it? Tom Yum. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, it's a DJ name I came up with once. Really? Tommy, Tommy Yum. Oh, that's sick. Mm. Um, it's, uh, it's nice and tangy. I like that okay. about the soup. Yeah. Um, I also like, yeah, I like Thai food. It's good. I like a green chicken curry. No, I don't yeah. like a chicken curry. Green curry, sorry. Used to get the chicken. Yeah. Um, I had a lovely Thai meal from um, Long Grain recently. Shout oh, out did to you? Tash. Yeah. My girlfriend Tash organized like a fancy Thai. Long Grain. Thai at <clears> home. <throat> shout outs to Alex because that's where Alex works. Yeah. Shout outs. Did you see her there? Um, well, we got a lockdown delivery kind of thing um, where you make the fancy shit at home. Like you make it. Okay. Yeah. You get sent all the ingredients and some instructions. Pretty fun, actually. That's mad. Yeah. And it was it was so good. It was like not your regular, you know, takeaway. Yeah. Shout out Long Grain. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. It's it's good Thai food. Mm. Um. So yeah, I like it. I've been to Thailand, as have you. What did you did you enjoy eating in Thailand? I really did. Yeah, yeah, the food the food was exceptional, and like yeah, just, yeah, just you're just eating Thai food every single day, which is yeah. not surprising, but really awesome. <laughs> it really isn't surprising yeah. at all. Yeah, um, yeah, I loved eating the food there. So good, eh? Mm. So good. I so had. Um, did you so get fresh. anything? Have you ever had anything like risk risque? No, not risque, but like anything that you obviously wouldn't eat here. Like I had tried some like fried uh crickets for example oh okay have you ever tried anything like that um no i don't know I, I don't think i have actually mm. what was a fried cricket like it's just like a salty snack you know like yeah, um okay. like maybe like eating like the shell of a nut with no nut inside like it's kind of strange because it's sort of hollow in the middle yeah gotcha mm. okay. i don't I'm, it's not really my thing but it was nice to try <laughs> yeah yeah you three in the cricket. We're doing. Uh, <laughs> we're doing. Um, we're talking yeah. snacks from all around the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so and I, I hope I, I don't feel like we're rushing through them, but I've just in the past we've gone really slow, and then like there's there's been a lot of questions to get through, you know. So yeah, and also we spent half an hour talking about all the things we have to talk about because we never run out of the things to talk about. Exactly, we never do. Never. All right, um, let's go. Let's keep going. Okay. So, um, the Ilsenator says receptacles to drink out of. Um, just Question a, mark? Just, or just, just another statement? Just another statement in all mm. caps. I'd say, yeah. Um, a, glass, a glass is just fine for me. I, I don't have anything to add there. No. I like my drink bottle. I like having the water out of that. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. How's this? I got, a, I got a drink bottle for free from IOU. Like a beautiful um, blue Nalgene. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. And I used it one. for months. You know the one. And I lost it. And so I hit up Johan and said, hey, I lost my water bottle. Any chance I could get another one? And he said, yeah. And he sent another one. Had it for a week and left it at at, um, at uni. <laughs> dick. Yeah. Can't ask Hopefully for it's just one. in lost property there. That, no, you can't. Hopefully it's in lost property there. Mm. What do you reckon, reckon he'd say if you asked for another one? <laughs> um, come on, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he'd give you one, I reckon, but he'd be like, "What this the guy fuck?" Has no respect. Yeah, and he'd also probably tell like six people that you did it. Yeah, 
Yeah. He'd go, he'd chortle at his desk and shake his head and someone would go, yeah. what? And he'd go, oh, just Jamie's. No, don't yeah. worry. And they go, no, what? And he'd go, oh, yeah. he's just, or he's being given two free drink bottles and he's asking for a third. It's just a bit Fucking beyond. hopeless. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Lucky he writes bloody good music. Yeah, exactly. Um, Matt Maul asks, how'd you both get blue ticks on Instagram? Um, by working hard and following our dreams. Not wrong. Not next. wrong. Next. <laughs> um, are you face FT music or do you have... Oh, are you full-time music or do you have day jobs? Um, that's from Boys Don't Cry. Shout out to Boys Don't Cry. That's for me to know. Is that is that private? Is that private for you? It's fine if it is. You can have boundaries around that. Well, that's just gonna make it sound like I don't that I that I'm not full time music anyway, isn't it? Uh, it doesn't matter if you don't if you don't feel comfortable sharing. You don't have to ever. What were you gonna say? Um, it's probably gonna say that at periods in my life I have been, but what that really means is that I'm just broke as hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like. There have been times where we've been making enough money to live uh, maybe a half a centimeter above the poverty line or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, yeah, right now, not making any money. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. That's why we're podding, baby. It, it's been, it's been um, on and off, I'd say, um, yeah. for me. The times that I have been um, like full-time music if you can tell i did the inverted commas there <laughs> um have been like the best but yeah, yeah, yeah um but you know it's it's hard to it's hard to maintain and yeah every now and then you have to go and get a job or do something you know yeah for the cash to be able to support yourself yeah um, we're full-time um <clears throat> tv tv producers at one point as that's well. true when we're making the show we were paying ourselves a salary and that was really cool. That was nice. It was around, that was like almost, what, 12 months? Like yeah. Lasted about that long. That was really, that was really Pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah. Proud of that. And then like when I was kind of starting on the Mossy album, I had a, a little advance from IOU so that I was able to sort of pay myself an allowance from that. But again, it doesn't last forever. Mm. So. When so we're on tour, full time. That's yeah, a when we're on tour, job. yeah, we we budget for per diem, so we're mm. like aff- afford ourselves, you know, like thirty bucks a day or whatever <laughs> to um to live off. Hundred bucks a day, is it? Nah, nah. The actual per diem rate though is good if you're getting like real proper ones. Like if we had staff on tour mm. and we had to legally give them a per diem, yeah, it'd be like eighty bucks a day or something. Yeah, that's nice. You know, can I tell you something amazing? When I was doing that film in Thailand, mm. that was like, it was a really pay, well-paid acting role, like on the on the daily, and I had 15 days on it or something like that, over three weeks. And they were also giving like 300 bucks um, Australian per diems per week. Mm. So I was like, and you know how f- cheap food is in Thailand, mm. Mm. and that's all you're spending it on. Mm. So... It was just the, that was the cushiest three weeks of my life. Amazing. Do you have many days off? Yeah, I had a handful of days off. Yeah, yeah. What about um, the friend of a friend of mine who is filming in Thailand right now? Mm-hmm. 
and has to stay there for three months because of COVID. They can't come back and forth, but they've only got like five shoot there. Wow. That's a good gig. That's, that's, <clears throat> that's sick. That's a good gig. Yeah. It's so weird doing film jobs, how weird you fall into weird little things like that and you end up in parts of the world not working, just hanging, that you just never would have yeah. foreseen for yourself. Bizarre. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. I think we covered that question. Um, Hiachud Huri says, Hamas. Question mark? No. Yes. Yeah, massively. I mm. eat a, a litre tub every week. All right. You're more hummus than me. Is that right? How many are you having? A litre tub will last me four weeks. Easy. Four weeks? Yeah. I'm not eating it every day. I go like, oh, yeah, that's right. Hummus exists. And then I'll have some for a few days. But I don't. It's not like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think the way I use hummus is um, it gets to about 1 p.m. I realize it's lunchtime, but I can't be fucked making a sandwich. So mm. I just eat like a, ray of, a, a row of crackers in hummus and it just fills me up for a while and just mm. makes, you know, gets me through that period. Yeah. And you like to put a bit of hummus on a cracker too. You like, you, yeah. don't, you don't have a, you put a I, lot on it. I do. I scoop it up. Scoop it's not, it up. I don't dip it in and just wet the sides. I fucking no. like, I put, it's like a, it's Would like you like a, a cracker with that hummus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's more hummus than cracker. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a good expression. That's like, oh, they're bloody more hummus than cracker. Yeah. <laughs> Say that about someone. Yeah. Or a thing, maybe. They're all hummus, no cracker, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to them. Yeah. Um, also, like hummus. I, I, I grew up saying hummus. Yeah, I don't know what it's meant to be. Me neither. Um, X King Thing says, which Offspring song is the biggest cuckold anthem? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the question. Which Offspring song is the biggest cuckold anthem? Mm. That's that's oh. so. Um, what about? Mm. Don't overthink it. Just answer with your soul. I don't know what it's called. I know what the song is. The one where the lyrics are me and my old lady. He's talking about like having an old a relationship with an older woman. Sing, sing it. Yeah. Cold. Just sing it, Todd. It's, no, I'm not going to sing pod, it. This pod is for entertainment's sake. Just... I know, I know it is. Drop the bullshit, mate. Sing the fucking song. It's called... Nah, I don't know. I don't know. It's off, it's off Ixnay in the ombre. Okay. One interesting yeah. thing about Todd singing is that... Me and my old lady. Well, there you go. Yeah, I, I wish I could remember how that goes. Because... Uh, yeah, just open a new YouTube... Oh, yeah. ...link. Um, one of the interesting things about this conversation is that the one and only song Todd wrote um, vocals for on these New South Wales, which also, by the way, happens to be one of our biggest, most streamed songs, is Space in Hell. And Todd wrote the um, the vocal melody for the chorus. Fighting back with animal resistance. <laughs> that's that's kind yeah. of what you're doing. Yeah. 
That's how I sing. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's sick. I wouldn't have done that. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. You might have done something better. Maybe. All right, this is it. Can you hear it? Yeah, turn it up a bit. Right, pause, pause the outdoor season. Yeah, pause okay, it. Yeah. Is that this? She ain't no ball and chain. She ain't no ball and chain. I called Anthem. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, listen to that shaker. Fuck is my it a shaker? Oh, oh, is that one of those things? Tambourine. Nah, that. The tambourine. No, no, no. Pause it, mate. Pause it. I can't. I can't argue with you about this over that. You know it's the tambourine. thing. It's like. Sh- 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 it's like a metal. Or something like that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, those things. But what you're hearing is a tambourine. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, good chorus. Okay. Oh, enough. wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's fancy. Um, Middle Eastern sort of scale mm. there. Mm. Okay. Um, That's the answer. And um, I'm just going to skip ahead to a question I already have seen in relation to the space and health thing, which is uh, Jamie's vocals inspired by the Ramones. And I would say that I can hear the similarity for sure. Um, so I think it's an astute observation. The truth of the matter is probably not, weirdly, um, because I never listened to them um, growing up. I think I only would have listened to the Ramones even after we did um, Space and Hell, to be honest. So, but the Ramones style of singing, I think, is fucking fresh. I, I, I love it. And so, having now listened to them, um, perhaps that there, there is a bit of an influence. But yeah, not originally there wasn't. Mm. I think it was just a coincidence that um, sort of sung in a similar, similar manner. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You just make your own point and then just go. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure you get to decide yeah. that, Jamie. Yeah. Interesting. So. <laughs> um. Okay. So, what is your least favorite whale song to play live? Says Super Honey. Hmm. Oh. I don't really have least favorites, but there definitely are some that uh, don't go, don't really, aren't as uh, well received live, or don't we don't play as well live. Oh yeah, what are you thinking? Ceremony for one of them. That was. Oh a, yeah. We tried that once and it was a flop. Yeah. Absolute okay. flop. We've played that a couple of times actually. I think we like were opening with it on a particular tour. Right. But um. But let's let's go with like songs from the current set list, for example, like songs we would play oh, today. Okay, but you like, yeah, okay, yeah, or a song that you always would prefer to have deleted from the from the um the set list. Hmm. But they're all they're all pretty much they're all pretty fun to play. I guess. Yeah, say. I don't I don't think I have one. I like it. The one that I would usually campaign to have dropped from the set list um, would be. Uh, but at the moment, probably Meat Hook, just because oh, yeah. I feel like it's just old. 
Yeah. We played it a lot of times. Yeah. Um, even though I, I think it's a good song. But um, another uh, one is, and this is a weird one because it's, what's that song from our first album, the slow one again? Uh, Divided. Um, that song is, when we rehearse it, it's like one of, it's such a great experience to like play that song. It's always really emotive. And I think we all feel the same at the end of playing that song. We're always like mm. feeling really like charged from it. Mm. But it's also the one I probably campaign to lose from the set most often. Mm. But I think that's just due to like our sets are normally so, such high energy shows and it just always feels like, oh, go to a slow song. Just kind of like feels like the, the mood drops a bit or something. Sure. <clears throat> that tour we did where we had our own, we brought our own lights. Well, one of the t- times we brought our own lights and mm. it was like the LED s- panel like strips behind. Yeah. yeah. That really lifted that song when we had those. I remember when they kind of, Rangy was doing the lighting. Mm. So he knew the songs. And then when like Divided kicks in and those kind of came up and they were doing the swirly kind of things. Really good. Yeah. But yeah, Yeah. I know what you mean. That one we've, we often play, we we take that on and off the set a lot. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. totally. I think Adam and Mama's Tit as well, like uh, no longer as fun to play as they used to be. Although they they, they can be just to... Mm crack them out I don't know mm. um, the siphon band says favourite philosophical ideas I don't really know well what's something from stoicism that you enjoy um, oh, look one I tap in and out of is essentialism it's a great idea which comes yeah. back to one of those things we we're talking about with Adrian the being true truth because I think you are if you adopt um, a philosophy of essentialism then you're saying no to things Mm. truthfully yeah it's like oh no I can't come to dinner because I have other things that I should be doing I have a finite amount of time on earth for example yes Um, or no I can't do you that favor because I have to do this Mm. And that's not, that's not like an overarching thing. You should yeah. do people favors and things like that. And you should go to dinners. But I think not um, just being clear on what's essential. Or no, I don't want to start a podcast because um, there are other projects that require more of my time. And I fear that starting a podcast will, will um, you know, eat into that. Yeah. No, I don't want to start a podcast because... Or a band, and if I had to put all those hours into writing songs, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's essentialism. Um, that is essentialism. No, I don't want to start a podcast. I value my time and my weekends. Yes, there's a there's a great book called Essentialism. I think it's by Greg McKeown, 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 M C K E O W N, um, which is a really really good read. Um, so yeah, I it think is. that. Philosophical ideas, um, it's it's either for me like a it's a it's kind of a blend of philosophical and s- spiritual. Um, favorite, favorite, favorite. Um, one one uh, thought that I've been using 
or, or, or like a centering kind of thought that I've been using in recent times is um, by I uh, heard from a fella named what's his name? It's it's evaded me, but he's a he's like a, a mindfulness uh, instructor um, who I follow on the internet, and I do some of his meditations occasionally. And and this centering thought he he shared one morning was just so cool. And the thought was in meditation to say, what is here when there is no problem to solve? He's talking about the nature of the mind and how the nature of the mind is is constantly on auto scan, um, looking for basically problems because the ego, with the ego dies without problems. So it, ego uh, requires uh, tasks and problems to be able to maintain itself. And so it's a really, it's an ego deflating exercise when you say, what is here when there is no problem to solve? Mm. And it, it occasionally gives you a glimpse of now, reality, um, boundless, the boundless realm of now. Um, and you feel your, you, you can realize in that moment that your, that your problems uh, exist uh, in your mind they, they don't actually exist in in um, t- reality you mm. know in truth mm. um, that they're you know without a mind to perceive them they're not they're, they're not there yeah right? yeah yeah so I can relate to that I like that mm, that's actually it, really helpful it's really nice what is here when there is no problem to solve and it just kind of like grounds you um, in the moment that you ask it and you know maybe you just take more notice of you know the space between you and an object or the mm. or the leaves or whatever is, is is in your vicinity well I got really frustrated yesterday mm. performing a task um, and the task is fitting the doona cover onto yeah. the onto the doona yeah the correct way Mm. In the right rotation. Mm. There's only two ways it can go. It can yep. go this way or that way. Yep. That's it. And I get it wrong every time. Mm. And I actually got it wrong three times in a row yesterday. Oh, wow. And I was just so frustrated and like mm. hot and sweaty mm. and annoyed. Yeah. But really, there's no problem exists if no. I don't perceive it as one. Exactly. And and the, the problem exists to the perceiver and then yeah. it's like so so who is experiencing it's my ego Ta- tash has just got gone what, what the fuck's the problem who cares exactly just, just do it again she could be sitting in the room watching the whole thing and mm. like to her there's no issue so it's it's not a problem that exists outside of your mind mm. and you know those exercises like that you know putting the sheets on the bed or washing the dishes are really good chances to practice um, spiritual concepts mm. and I do it sometimes when I'm like there's a whole pile of dishes and I'm cleaning mm. and I'm and I can feel myself frustrated like yeah. I can't wait till these are done yeah and it's like just focus on the task at hand and just clean this pan you know if you're if, if there's some kind of re- resistance to it that's where the pain that's where mm. the pain enters from that's where the suffering enters from mm. So simple daily tasks like that are just such great opportunities to practice these sorts of things. And and really whenever you feel frustrated or whatever you are, you're not present. No. 
you've lost touch with with reality yeah i feel like that's when i'm uh it sounds strong but almost like my worst it's like you're not i'm not being myself i'm just letting that overtake you know yes yeah yeah and identifying with ego so you're believing that the the, the story that's being told in your head is you and it's your mm. experience you know mm. um very annoying though three times yeah yeah, yeah it's annoying <laughs> something i'm really enjoying in, in meditation at the moment is is um the prompt when it's like okay so look at look at something in front of you so usually it's like a coffee cup mm. and then notice the feeling notice the feeling that um there is this sense of subject and object so your yourself is the subject and object and then notice that that itself is just a, an appearance in consciousness a feeling mm. right so this feeling that i am separate from the cup is not necessarily reality it's it's a thought mm. you know and then when 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 doing that little exercise, you sometimes have these feelings where all of a sudden you are made of exactly the same source material as the cup mm. and it is just oneness. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a perfect d- description of, of, um, of how the ego works. It, it claims that we are separate, that we are this, mm. you know, but... In reality, we're just part of the tapestry of every single other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Anyway. I like it. You're listening to a spiritual time with <laughs> Chewy and the cricket. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Power of Now is a great book. Yes. Power of Now is a great book. And so is Awareness by Anthony DeMello. Yeah. Um. Both of those books cover these topics in great detail and they're just the best books. And if you're feeling busy or um, like you're not focusing on the right things, try Essentialism too. It's a good good read or audio read. Yeah, it might help you cut out a few of the things that are, mm. that are adding to the stress. Yeah, and feel good about it too. Yeah. One good analogy I heard from that which always sits, sat with me is that like, it's, it's like a business analogy, but it can be applied to anything. So, say you get this job, right? You've got a job mm-hmm. and you're busy enough in your own thing that you need to do at this job. But you also kept getting keep getting asked by your boss, hey, can you do this other thing for me? Or can you? what's happening with this task, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And the natural response is to just go, yep, cool, yes, 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 pile it on, pile it on, pile it on. And that can effectively make you your quality of work suffer, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And your mental health and all these things. Mm. Whereas you're perfectly entitled to say, uh, actually, no, I can't do that because I have to finish these things off. Yeah. And on, oftentimes that can actually, you think that saying yes will gain you respect, but mm. often if if the person that you're talking to is reasonable that will mm. gain you more respect saying no because yes. it shows that you're tuned in to what is essential and what you have to do yeah and i thought yeah. that was an interesting point yes it's so it's so it's so true and so useful mm. 
and ultimately the baseline to that is it doesn't matter if anyone respects you or not. Right, exactly. And this is not financial <laughs> advice. If you get fired for telling your boss you won't do anything, I take no responsibility. Yeah. Um, okay, let's let's move on. Yeah. Um, worst bar slash venue in Newtown from Macho Man Cohen. Oh, it's not a very nice question. But <laughs> if I was to answer it, I would say... Um, Uh, I can't really think of one. You got yeah, one? Yeah, I can't. No, I can't actually, to be honest. I can't think of any that I particularly don't like. Mm. So, um, Nick Clark says, want to know how I got these scars? Yes, please, Nick, let us know. <laughs> How'd you get Want to know how I got these scars? Yeah, I do. Tell us. Oh, okay. It's little sidetrack here. Mm-hmm. I have to share this because it really scarred me this morning. Hmm was going for a walk there was a dead possum with its head ripped off on the footpath fucking hell freshly dead dude and it was so traumatizing i felt so off and sick after with seeing its that. head ripped off ripped off i could see like it's like um spine and like uh um t- tendons and shit coming out oh and, like, god yeah, spinal cords and stuff. And then, like, oh. this weird, like, tube, bloody red tube thing just separate as well. Oh. And, like, it oh. was horrifying. Wow. And I want to know how it got those scars. Like, what was it? A cat? Was it a human? Because to me, it looked like the job of a human. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, do cats rip possums' heads off? I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. I'm like, yeah, they probably tear them to shreds, but do they just pop its head off it? You know? You know? Fuck. Yeah. God damn. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so Jake Sparks said, "What's the process for making this pelvis movie a reality? How can we help? It's gonna stonk." Oh. Well. How rich you know are you? At the moment, yeah. Well, yeah. At the moment, though, just your positivity is enough mm. to continue yeah, to spur true. us on. The process is that we write it and then we speak to some of the connects we've made over the years and look for guidance and, uh, you know, um, support from them. And then fucking once we get some money, basically got to get money. And then once we get money, we can start the wheels in motion. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right, Jamie. The support is number one because yeah, that'll help us believe in the project not that we don't and not well, you know that, yeah you know what Todd in Save the Cat that book that we used mm, to mm. help us learn to write um, one of the things it says to do before writing first of all it says get a great title and a great logline so the one-two punch yes but then it says to test your yeah film idea with a with a test with audience. audience start speaking to people wow. about it um, and I feel like we've done that how lucky are we to have an audience to test with too? We're so lucky. Yeah. It went out, that episode went out to 220 odd Patreons. Mm. Um, and we've received a lot of good feedback. So that's, that's been an integral part of the, the writing process, I would say, is getting some feedback about the people mm. think it sounds like a good film. And the answer has been yes. So that's really cool. That is cool. Um, do you know what was funny as well? This is a spoiler, but um, we, we tested it out. We tested out the logline on Adrian Grenier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. That was a bit nerve wracking. Yeah. I think, um, 
I don't know. We, the logline hadn't, hadn't been fully hadn't written yet, it, so there yeah. was a bit of confusion, but anyway. Yeah, um, yeah in, in hindsight, give the final completed final, version well, to no, someone no, like no, Adrian. No, no, be, well, may, no, maybe, but also no. We got, we got genuine feedback. We got good feedback, feedback from exactly. a Hollywood superstar. Exactly, so... Um, What's the process for making this pelvis movie a real... Oh, sorry. Uh, can ETA please be a real thing? That's the pelvis movie. Angus Lilly asked that. And yes, it can be. Angus. Yes, it can be. And yeah. I'm going to manifest it. Yes, it will be. You've heard it here. Said, as we said, it yeah. will... Oh, yeah. But yes, it will be. Fucking oath. Um, okay. Uh, st- uh, worst show ever you've done slash best show ever. Worst show ever was at the Sly Fox in Newtown. I remember oh, it. Oh my god! I, I found, dude, I found a photo from that show yesterday, like a printed off photo in an old book. That is really? so crazy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Do you <laughs> remember that show? Off, um, I don't really remember playing it, but I have. Look at this. That's a photo. Hold it up to the so oh, I can sorry. see it closer. Um, <laughs> hold it up to the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I can see, see that. the fox thing. Yeah. And that's, look, I look pretty off it. Yeah, it wasn't a great show. It was just the most vibeless show ever. Oh. Um, and best show is still, oh, like. I reckon I Neil know, Sharma I, was at that show. Shout out. See, listen. Yeah, mad. Um, I reckon that after every show, I say that was the best show we've done yet. And it, and it genuinely feels like that. Yes. But the one that comes to my mind is the one that we played in Brisbane at the zoo for Mountain Goat festival for some reason it was oh, it yeah. felt like the it was the most exciting show we'd done to date yeah and it felt like a turning point yeah that was a good turning point moment big mosh pit that kind of stuff the lands down on the 2017 tour um no bridge left to burn tour i think it was was also like we sold it out and that was like a people mm. like people were crowd surfing and it was just a that yeah that like was a goodie a turning point moment too which was cool um yeah and even the latest one we did with Clowns at 170 Russell. Oh, yeah? That was, that we, was a sick We show. said that was the best one we've ever done as well. Wow. Well, one of the most enjoyable because we were back, you know? Yeah, Music yeah. was back. Yeah. For a brief minute. Yeah, for <laughs> a brief minute. Um, Jim Jum says, Surely Pelvis will be dressed as Pelvis when he decides to represent himself in court. And to that, I would say, no, Jim Jum. Because although I see the comic value in it, it would take away from the realism and the grit Good. of the of the yeah. story. Yeah. So it's a it's a, you know perhaps that's a funny idea, but we mm. want it to be as real as possible as well. It's a real story about a real man. Might have an Elvis tie or something. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, there you go. Interesting. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Will Haynes says Seinfeld. The Simpsons and Curb. Choose one to have never existed. Oh. That's, that, that's so easy for me. Simpsons. Simpsons. Every day of the week. Yeah. Very formative in terms of like funniness there. Yes. But Curb and Seinfeld aren't going anywhere as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, if I could live without any of those, it would be The Simpsons. Strike the Simpsons from the record, please, Will. Okay. Um, Matthias says, how much of the mockumentary is improvised and how much of an act do you guys put on? Cheers. Great question. Mm. Um, 
What do you reckon, Jamie? Well, I would say that um, almost 100% of the mockumentary is improvised. So when we're mm. writing the scripts, they're just we just write scenarios. We don't write dialogue. Mm. And then we get into the space and start uh, improvising and mucking around and coming up with some kind of, you know, comic um, aspect to the scene. Um, and, you know, just in the script, sometimes there's a bit of dialogue. So it might say like... Um, you know, Pelvis says, what do you mean? You know, we start to imagine like right. the way he might talk. Yes. Um, another good example of that is the Jimmy Barnes scene where yes. we kind of wrote Jimmy's lines, but obviously he just said whatever in the day. So it was, yes. ended up being fully improvised, even though we rewrote lines such as, um, well, we got the chisel, chisel isn't punk. Yeah, that was scripted, for that example. That was great. Um, got that one in there, but yeah. Um, chisel worm, but chisel worm, what? Yeah, yeah, that was scripted. Um, but yeah, he ended up just saying his version of that, even though that was probably one of the most heavily scripted parts we'd, we'd done of the, of the show. I remember we had a script, a, a, a little bit of dialogue when we wrote that scene as well that said, um, someone said, Calm down, Jimmy, and he said, You calm down, Jimmy. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah, sometimes the good lines go by the wayside, but because of the nature of the improvisation, but that's okay yeah. because you get the truth out of it anyway. Exactly. And oftentimes people say things that are better than what yeah, we've yeah. written down anyway. So, yeah, some of it we write little ideas oh, for yeah. how the scene could go. And we like had, um, that's not punk, that's rude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he said something yeah. better than that anyway. In the, in yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll beat you, cunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hurt you, cunts. That's it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and then how much of it is putting on an act? It's well in the mockumentary. Um, there's uh, there's a lot of it. It's all it's all an act, but we're obviously relying on our own personalities and instincts to yeah perform in those roles. So right. you know it's and a bit of a blend. Situations born out of personal experience. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, uh, so Maurice Dorswinger says your take on Melbourne fashion culture and thoughts on hats being pimped out nowadays mm. <laughs> are hats pimped out? yeah they're getting pimped out oh like bedazzled yeah they're bedazzled with jewels and like um, scruffy sewn on things and yeah well I think we've touched on this in the past as well haven't we about like feeling you know sometimes when I go to the north side and I feel a bit like oh dressed like someone on the north side you know so there's a fair aesthetic up that end of town I can't hear you Todd you've muted there we go whoa is that crazy loud in there mm, don't know alright um, one thing I've my outfit right now is north side accidentally though because we had a poker night last night and I dressed up for that and I've put that same outfit on today. Your outfit today looks great. It's... I'll stand up quickly. Yeah. Okay, so what... Is that a black vest? It's like, you know when you get a t-shirt and you cut the sleeves off? Yeah. Or like a summer singlet? Yeah. I've got that on top of a long sleeve. Yeah, long sleeve white with yeah. like a Greek kind of like design in blue down the side of the arms. It looks fucking great. And you know like when... You know how like shit's just like um, frayed all the time now as well? Like you're so like 
yeah. a thing onto something and it's all frayed in the edges. Yeah. That's just how this is naturally. So I feel like I've got this crummy outfit I have on of like old clothes could be an expensive new fashion mm. item on the north yeah. side. Look, I, I think Melbourne is um, right on top of like world fashion trends and also mm. probably a leader in, in a lot of ways. Mm. So I have nothing bad to say about Melbourne no. fashion trends. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I, I enjoy watching its evolution. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I think that's the ego too, right? I mean, you shouldn't let things like that offend you. You know, if someone wants to dress with a bedazzled hat, then they can. I'm just not mm. going to buy one. Yeah, I won't wear the bedazzled hat, no. personally. Um, someone said onions. Yeah, hard agree. Yeah. Um... Okay, Finn Loiterton, dream feature for a TNSW song. Also, will there be a feature on the new album? Mm. I'm gonna. I'm, can we give a little, uh, just a, a? It won't go into detail, but yes, there will be a, a feature on the new album. There will be, and it's a good one. Yeah. And so, good question. Be, dream. I don't know if I have a dream feature for a TNSW song, but Iggy um, Pop. I'm really excited about the one that we do have. Um, for the third record. Would you let Iggy so. Pop do a verse as the vocalist? If- no. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love that. Yeah. Why not? Just, I just don't want him on the song. Get like, your own he's, band. He's great, but it, it'd just be like, really? Do you need Iggy Pop on there? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Um, uh, someone says, is Miss Kariba married to you? And I guess that question's to me because Kariba is my ex-girlfriend and the answer is no <laughs> um okay and there's only a handful more on the Instagram but Todd we're going to run out of time to get to the Patreon questions as well so maybe oh, no. we just do them on the Patreon yes um okay. yeah um so okay we'll, we'll power through here um favourite Simpsons app from Benny Benny Bass oh few Simpsons questions yeah my favourite Simpsons episode is uh, I can't think of one, but yeah, it's a good show. The early stuff. I don't, I don't have one. I don't think. Um, Benny, I'm not a pati- I'm not really a Simpsons fan. I kind of like it as a background show, but I've never paid that much attention to it. I can't quote it. I'm mm. not, I not think one of those. My favorite characters might be Mo and Lenny and Carl. Oh, sick! So there you go. That's cool. Um. Yeah. The one that comes to mind is Lisa Needs Braces, but I don't know if it's my favorite name. Oh, yeah. oh and the saxophone one where Lisa fr- befriends uh, oh, Bleeding this, Gums. Yeah. That's good. That's a real old one. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay. Oh, so, Groundskeeper Willie's a good character too. Yeah, Groundskeeper Willie's sick. Yeah. Um, okay. So, we've got um, a few questions in from Life Coach 1991. Um, you realize you're balding. How react? What do? Embrace and shave or cling to youth? Um, who's this from? Life Coach, 1991. All right. Well, let's assume Life Coach may have noticed some changes in their um, hair. I know Life Fine. Coach. I don't think he's balding, just so you know, just for oh. a bit of context. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I think you embrace it, of course. You have to. Mm. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I think embrace. I, I really do. I think you've got to embrace it. You'd hold off for as long as you can before it started to look desperate. Yeah, you and hold. One, once it, hold. And one, yeah, hold. Re- ready for ready for impact. Let go. Okay. Here comes impact. Let go. Perish. okay so um life coach also is written a bit of a slew of questions here but they're pretty good so we'll get into them so you are visited by an alien the encounter is unbelievably bizarre do you risk being perceived as insane and tell people or do you keep it to yourself tell yeah i tell I fucking yeah. tell everyone. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I wouldn't... If that had happened to me, I wouldn't care if people perceived me as insane. You saw an alien and you told the podcast. Oh, yeah. UFO, sorry. Yeah. But, you know, actually being visited by one. Yeah. Yeah. I'd just be like, seriously, this... I know it sounds like baloney, but this is what happened. And yeah. most people would just not believe you and just not perceive you as insane either. They'd just be like, oh, okay. You know when you tell someone a ghost, like, oh, you saw a ghost? And they go, oh, really? Wow, that must have been scary. But they don't actually believe you. Yeah. Yeah. But they still don't think you're insane. Mm. All right, next. Yeah, okay. Um, you get the AstraZeneca jab and it makes you incredibly ill, like weeks in bed and long-term health issues. Do you tell anyone or take it, or, or take it for the team? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I'd be telling. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't keep that to yourself. It'd be terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You wouldn't... Yeah. I mean, you're sick. You're telling people. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm, I'm terribly ill. Really sick. Yeah. I don't know what's happened. You'd want you'd want to get fixed. If you kept it to yourself, like, you could perish. So... Yeah. yeah I'd, be, I'd be letting people know. Yeah. Okay. We've got two more. Two more, Todd. Uh, um. Whilst filming H2O, did you get rejected by Phoebe? No, actually. Uh, the real BC Michaels? No, I didn't. I had a partner at the time and... Uh, and I got rejected by Phoebe on screen, but not in real life. Mm. Good question. Okay. And, oh, that's it. That's the last one. Ah, well done. Thanks for all your questions. Yeah, that was awesome. It's always nice. Thank you so much. Um, that was fun. That was fun and timely. We got through that in a timely manner, I would say. It was fun. And you know what? Interesting. Really interesting. Nice. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> that was interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. See. Well, thank you for all your questions. That was that was a nice chat. Yeah. Um, we're gonna do some more the Patreon questions, which we didn't get to, um, and honestly, not on purpose. We were meant to do them on the main pod, but we'll yeah. do them on the Patreon, and we'll call yeah. Pelvis. Yeah. And get a bit more info, a bit more of the scoop on what really happened, so we can see how this the script shapes up a bit more. Fuck yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. All right. Bye.